The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. There are many people out there right now wondering what in the world has hit their life. They might be wondering, what did I didn't do that I should have done? Or, what didn't I do that I should have done? Why does my life look like this? Oftentimes, things happen in our lives and we have no clue as to why they've occurred and they become the train wreck that has hit us. My guest tonight knows about the train wreck, but even better, he knows how to leverage the universe. He knows the specific steps to engaging into life's magic. And he is the author of Notes from the Universe. And I'd love to share one specific one for you because this is exactly who you are. I know that you know there's more to you than flesh and bone. I know that you know that you're more than what time and space show. And I know that you know there's a greater self, a greater you out there beyond time and space, whether you call it your guardian angel, your soul, or your greater self. Yet I also know there's still some question in your mind as to who, what, and where the other part of you is. Well, I think the time has come to make the introduction. It's me, as you were, the universe. You are the universe, and you can leverage that universe. My guest tonight is Mike Dooley. He's an entrepreneur that turned writer for the universe. He lives in Orlando, Florida, and he is the author of Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic. He has authored uh, Infinite Possibilities and Manifesting Change with works translated into 25 languages and is a featured teacher on The Secret Book and the DVD. If you haven't seen it, you can uh, look that up and, and see him there as well. Julie is actively using the concepts and principles he expounds upon to travel the world speaking on life, dreams, and happiness. And he'll definitely teach you through this book how you can turn your life around in whichever area you need to or increase it if it's already going well. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce you uh, to Mike Dooley. Welcome, Mike. Woohoo, Simran. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. You know, this was a great book to read because as I was reading it, I was reading my life over the last five years. And I, I think it's amazing how so many of us get dropped in the similar situations and experiences but it's because there is something going on that is similar to all of us, and it, it's because we're creating. We are the universe creating. We have so much in common with one another. It's uh, mind-boggling, and uh, it's no wonder that you felt that you were reading a bit about yourself when you read my book, Leveraging the Universe. I hear that 
so much. And I also hear it so much when it comes from my subscribers to notes from the universe. They're like, how could you know? And the truth is, <clears throat> we're all dealing with the same demons. We all have the same dreams. We all want to be happier, richer, thinner, or whatever it is. But, but we all are trying to make ourselves a little bit more whole. And, uh, you know, it's uh, amazing and astounding. And I pinch myself that I get to kind of um, play this role of helping people to remember that life is beautiful and that they are powerful. And so often in this experience of discovering how powerful we are, we can go through various ups and downs. And we don't realize that we actually have a degree of control of that. Sometimes we think this stuff is just randomly happening to us and we can't maneuver it or, or fix it or uh, work with it. But you're saying that we literally have what it takes to engage the universe, to leverage that, to really create the magic, to create whatever we want in our lives. Yeah, I, you know, I've been teaching and talking and writing now for 11 years, which is hard for me to believe. And it came from uh, the train wreck of my life. But about 10 years ago, after I spoke to an audience, I think it was a rotary club in the beginning, I spoke to, spoke to very small audiences, a woman came up to me and said, you know, I get exactly what you're saying. I'm so into the power of our thoughts. And I've always agreed with that statement that, that life is, you know, 95% um, how you, what you make it and 5% of how you take it and, uh, or, or some version of those statistics. And, and silently to myself, I thought, oh, you so didn't get what I was talking about. <laughs> Our thoughts become things. It is the end-all and be-all of living in the jungles of time and space. We happen to life 24-7. There is nothing that happens to us that was not ordained intentionally or otherwise by our own thinking. And when we tune into this, this simple and, and eventually obvious fact, we then have traction. And I tell my audiences, the first thing you have to do is take responsibility for everything. And the trick to this is you don't have to explain it. You don't have to explain why you were violated at five. You don't have to explain why the relationship broke down or the business didn't take off to otherwise accept responsibility for it. You know, something you did somehow triggered it in a this realm, the other, you set the stage as we, we all choose our lives. We know the stage we're going to be born upon. And when stuff happens, it's for a reason. You can find that in a Hallmark card, and it resonates for all of us. Everything happens for a reason. But you don't have to figure out that reason to say, okay, I had something to do with it. I have no recollection. And I, in fact, I even encourage my my readers and listeners, you know, to not try to figure it out. You know, you're going to need an army of psychiatrists and coaches for the next 40 years to figure everything out. The alternative is accept responsibility for it, which puts you in the driver's seat of your life. And then the only thing that stands between you now and the life that you dream of living are the thoughts, words, and deeds you choose between now and then. So let it go. Accept responsibility, which empowers you. Define what you want in terms of the end result and show up every day with baby steps, no matter how futile they seem. And, and that's just it. When we take responsibility, even if we can't fathom how we could have been responsible for something, when we right. take that responsibility, all of a sudden we're letting that story go and we're freeing up the mind to then allow some other beliefs in that, that would be more empowering and more supportive and creative of a different kind of experience. 
A hundred percent. That's exactly what we do. We free ourselves and, and not just free ourselves to see what shows up, although that works and it works better over time when you've got some momentum, but free yourself from the past. And as I advocate in leveraging the universe and everything that I offer, take the initiative, dream, don't be afraid to dream big, but if it daunts you, then dream little yet follow it up with baby steps. And therein lies the greatest secret to the miraculous mechanics of manifestation. You know, showing up because the dream creates it in another realm. It's as real as what we're now experiencing because, you know, even Einstein said our immediate props, time, space, matter, our illusions, they're relative, different from one person to the next. So as soon as you create this other dream world, which is just as valid as this dream world, it's literally for lack of words, being pressed to you, which even connotes old biblical teachings, you know, and there's a lot of jewels in the Bible, as there are in all the holy books, but it's being pressed to you, and the way to meet it in flesh and blood, in time and space, is is to show up, which always seems futile. You dream of champagne and caviar, and you're just coming from a train wreck, and it's like, what? Okay, here's my options. You know, work at McDonald's, work at The Gap, you know, or volunteer at such and such. It's like, yes, that's all you need. Dream big and show up. And this combination is how legends become legends. It's how Oprah became Oprah. It's how anyone has done anything. Well, one thing I'd like to get into before we get into the, the real meat of your book is is get into a little bit of that story because the one piece that I loved about this entire book is you were really honest. And a lot of people in the spiritual, the motivation, the holistic fields, they want to portray that everything is a success. They want to illustrate that the money's coming in, that they've got the products, they've got the this, they've got the that. But on the on one end, it might not be actually that way. They may have to do some actions and create some things or allow some synchronicity to happen that then creates whether it is the income or the flow of of followers exactly. or whatever it is. And you were very honest in the book about your story and how that whole thing progressed. Talk a little bit about that. I remember I was a excuse me the lowest ebb of my life. I was 39 years old. Mom, Andy, and I decided to liquidate what remained of our T-shirt business, a business that had been very successful. The three of us sold $10 million worth of our own line of T-shirts through distributors in Japan, uh, the Pacific, uh, Europe, the Middle East. But trends had been declining. Everything I tried was failing. Uh, I mean, I tried everything for... uh, for about two years during the last 10 years. And in the end, we realized that one of our options would be to liquidate, you know, and to kind of get out <laughs> before we went down with the ship. And, and that was so troubling because <clears throat> I've known the stuff that I now teach uh, for 30 years. You know, I read the Seth material and other books when I was in college in my early, early 20s. And for 10 years, Mom and I, Mom, Andy, and I had defined ourselves by this dream, a dream that had come true. You know, we were traveling, jet-setting, trade shows, friends, customers, uh, clients all over the world. And, and suddenly we were like, well, we could liquidate. You know, we could just kind of sell everything for pennies on the dollar, and we'd still be, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars ahead, split the pie, and go our own way. And, and, and we were like, in our own mind, is like, isn't that quitting? You know, uh, you know, quitters don't, winners don't quit. Uh, but, but 
you know, I think we had gotten into such a situation because for so long we were not tuning into our feelings. You know, mom for the last five years was dreaming of being an author. Andy was dreaming of being a rock star. I was dreaming of doing anything but selling T-shirts. But we forced ourselves. This is an unnatural um, pursuit for the last five of ten years. And while it worked for three of those years, it, it created a situation where there was dishonesty. You know, the opposite of what I, I feel like I am now, where we were kind of living a lie and saying, this is who we are, and, and telling ourselves, aren't I wonderful, because, we, you know, we've sold $10 million and blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, and, and finally, though, because of the trends and, and because we, you know, felt otherwise we, and saw the light, we were like, you know, we could liquidate, uh, and it's not giving up if we if we stay engaged and we continue to reinvent ourselves. And so that's what we did, which brought about the most humbling time because literally uh, it seemed like rather overnight uh, all of our store leases, warehouse leases, expired fortuitously at the same time. And so we didn't burn any bridges. But suddenly uh, I'm working out of my back home office and I don't have work. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm ready to start over, but what do I start? And that was... And I want to continue that right after this commercial break because that's a perfect place to stop. Okay. Where do you start in your life? Where are you sitting right now? What is showing up for you that is telling you maybe it's time to let this go? We are constantly evolving creation. And when we no longer grow, when it is no longer filling us up, it is a signal that it is time to let go and move on and allow ourselves to flourish in a different manner. You have to listen to your feelings, your thoughts, what your body is telling you. You've got to allow yourself to leverage not only what's going on in your mind and your heart, but to leverage the universe. My guest tonight is Mike Dooley, author of Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic. This creates a bridge for those still immersed in the old school methodologies of changing their lives, such as goal setting and positive thinking, and offers some new school approaches to consider, using an objective sequential approach to harnessing life's magic and the innate superpower, supernatural powers within all of us. Too often, the old schoolers think they have to go it alone, be in the right place, know the right people, and succeed by the sweat of their brows while they carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. What if it can be easier? What if there's a way to do this? that you can allow the universe to support you. The new schoolers think they can do all of it by workshops, by concluding that they don't need to do anything other than sitting and oming on a mountain and loving and conspiring. But there's a missing piece. There's a middle piece. And Mike Dooley's going to tell us what that is when we get back. You can find out more about him at tut.com. That's T-U-T dot com. Also, get your book and go back to the site and register to win a trip to Italy. Allow your dreams to open up. Allow your world to open open up and also register for notes from the universe. We'll be right back with Mike Dooley. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. 
as you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. I'm very excited to announce that 1111 Magazine has gone completely free forever. I am thrilled to offer this amazing gift to you so that you can access all of the wonderful articles that come out every other month. Uh, the current issues right now feature Jack Canfield, Dr. Jean Houston, Ayama Van Zant. The upcoming issue will have Maureen Moss, Alea Deo, and many, many more. Allow yourself to access this empowering, beautiful information that comes out and let your senses be breathed alive as you read the words and you see the images and allow yourself to access it. So just go to urlonline.1111mag.com and you'll have access to all current issues, all archived issues, and all future issues. So that is my gift to you. When we speak about leveraging, we know that is synonymous with the name of Mike Dooley. Leveraging is about using the gifts of thought, word, and deed to harness this grace. It's about doing the least to get the most and about learning the truth and then living it so that the kingdom, the power, and the glory can be revealed before your very eyes as you discover your holy place in creation as a creator yourself. This is from his book, Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic. And what I can tell you is that wherever you are in your life, these seven steps are going to help you achieve the life that you're looking for. They're going to put you in the mindset, the heart set, and the action set to allow yourself to move forward to get where you'd like to go. Mike Dooley has also authored Infinite Possibilities and Manifesting Change. He's a best-selling author with works translated into 25 languages. So welcome back, Mike. We were talking about your train wreck. We were talking about you being in a place where you weren't quite sure what you were going to do next. You'd, You'd liquidated everything. So someone that is doing this kind of work that truly understands the steps to engaging life's magic Talk to me about teaching what we need to learn. Well, to pick up from my story, which I, which I like to share because it's uh, something that people can perhaps model after. You know, because I, I came from a place 11 years ago where I wasn't trying to make better what was going on. 
I lost it. I had nothing going on. And, uh, and I know that when I'm speaking to audiences and there's people there who are in a similar place and they're asking, you know, what can I do? Where do I begin? Uh, that, that they stand where I stood. And, and I describe it like this with the uh, tongue in cheek. You know, right now, this is what you gotta do. You have to assess your options. And because you're asking this question and you're, you're trying to start your life over or really get your groove on finally or once again or whatever it is, I already know that your options suck, which means you have one thing to do. You need to assess them and choose from the least sucky. And that's where I was. I considered redoing my accountant's resume, which made me nauseous. I considered going back into retail wholesale manufacturing, which is where the t-shirt business had brought us. And I considered dabbling with this new thing called the Internet, which, you know, it's hard to imagine, but it was a new thing back at the end of the 1990s. Uh, you know, people, most people started having emails, addresses then, but they didn't know what they were. We had a guest book uh, in our stores before we liquidated for people just to sign, you know, just kind of a novelty item. Where are you from? You know, we had stores in Orlando. And when emails became popular, when they were became used, uh, we added a column for what's your email address? We'll send you a deal of the week in our T-shirts, you know. And so people signed up. They give us their email addresses. They usually, you know, said something like, oh, I'm Mary at www.aol.com, which was, you know, a bad address, but uh, that's how new the internet was, and and we had this database. By then, by the time we liquidated, it was about a thousand people, um, and we had been sending out deals of the week. As I mentioned, uh, there couldn't be a deal of the week anymore because there was no more product. We had liquidated it, but I liked that, and I wanted that to be one of the doors I locked, knocked on. Uh, in fact. Those were my sucky options. They all sucked. None of them was the life of my dreams. And I knocked on all of them, which illustrates that you don't have to pick one path and commit to it until it happens. You know, in fact, I advocate against that. Knock on all the doors. Take the stress off of yourself. You don't know. You can't know how your dream will come true. Those are the cursed hows. Our brains are too small. Divine intelligence always knows how. And to kind of create the avenue for the dots to be connected fastest, knock on all of the doors, which means do sucky things down the dirt path before it turns into a yellow brick road, which means you don't know which path will turn into a yellow brick road. And when you start out down those paths, none of them look like they hold much potential. One of these paths was these emails I would send out weekly. It was Monday morning motivators from Mike. You know, who's Mike, you know? And I'd be pontificating about, you know, life is beautiful, you are powerful, and I felt pretty silly doing it. But, uh, you know, I, I had to do something. And, and to all of your listeners, you have to do something. And heretofore, you've been waiting for what that something is. And you've been waiting for the secret or the law of attraction to reveal it. That's not how it works. You need to program life's magic, the law of attraction, with your end results, your dreams, abundance, uh, a life partner, a travel partner, creative, fulfilling work that you love to do. Now you've programmed it. You've visualized it. We can talk about that later if you like on a tangent. You know, the end result is if you were there, blah, 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 like a child playfully pretending it's already done. But what comes next was implied in the secret, uh, and it's 
concrete in what I teach is you've got to show up every day. And even if it means going to an hourly paying job that you don't like, that's okay. It will be the stepping stone. Knock on that door, this door, the other. I was sending out free emails as Mike. You know, my net subscriber growth many weeks was negative. More people signed off than signed on, but it was something. And it enabled and this is how all dreams come true, an evolutionary process that you can't fathom when you're starting out on this dusty dirt road on a sucky path because the, the, day, the weeklies turned into dailies. And they were not particularly any more popular, but it engaged me and it had me creative writing. And it was like eight or nine months later when I had this idea that kept haunting me and taunting me, I could say more and maybe reach more people, get under their skin, if sometimes I wrote as if I was the universe, a.k.a. God, you know, if I could speak from this lofty on high place, like you are here because and you can do this because and I've done this for you. And, you know, it sounds a little bit goofy. And that's why I hesitated for a long time. But finally, I capitulated. And on one Friday, I wrote a, the very first one. And I still showcase it in my workshops um, where I said, you know, your attention, please, your attention, please. You know, this is an email going to subscribers. Today, I'm going to be recording your every thought, word, and deed. No matter how helpful or hurtful they may be, no matter how generous or stingy, no matter how this or that or this or that or this or that, and as soon as possible, I'm going to play back what I record as some type of physical manifestation in your life. Thank you. That is all. <laughs> signed, signed the universe, That's and it was right. immediately evident to me. Oh, this could, this is fun. This is playful. I'm not, you know, claiming to be God, although I do teach that we all are of God. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm saying stuff in these notes that people have heard ad infinitum, you know, ad nauseum. Um, but the challenge for me in speaking as the universe in a playful way is to say it in perhaps a slightly different way so that it does get under your skin and stay with you. But, but again, this is eight months into, you know, I polished my accountant's resume off. I applied at Monster.com to be a CEO, CFO, uh, the Miami Herald, the New York Times, the Economist Magazine. Uh, I also joined Toastmasters. I, uh, I was filling in the website so that it wasn't a T-shirt website anymore, um, but it had, you know, Ask Mike forum. It had e-cards. It had other dimensions that supported what I was doing. Uh, it was a year a year into this with virtually no light at the end of the tunnel when uh, attending a, an NSA meeting, National Speakers Association meeting, a chapter meeting in Florida, the Lakeland, Florida at the time. You know, I, I wasn't a member of the National Speakers Association. I was barely a competent Toastmaster, <laughs> but I would pay as a guest to go. I mean, evidencing knock on every door you know i was knocking i was terrified of speaking in public which is why i joined toastmasters but i knew that speakers get paid a lot and i was enjoying writing about life dreams and happiness although getting nothing for it you know all my emails to this day are free <clears throat> and, I, and i thought and people should think uh, it's not just your heart use your incredible mind you know where does it make sense that you might knock on a door try something new ask for help and so I went to these NSA meetings as a paying guest and sat quietly in the back hoping not to be called upon and um, 
I gathered the courage to approach the president of this chapter, who happened to live in Orlando, who happened to be younger than me, who happened to be called Mike. I was like, hey, Mike, you know, I think I might like to do what you're doing one day, you know, speaking. But, you know, I know, have no idea where to begin. I'm terrified. And can I pick your brain one night over a beer? And he was like, sure, absolutely. Anytime. Tell me where. People are so willing to help, you know, 95% of the time. Right, and that's one of the things that you say in the book, is we have to get past ourselves and literally ask, and that's one one baby action, that's one baby step. Exactly. So anyway, Mike uh, offered to help me, and we had an incredible conversation, although on a totally different topic, uh, which I'll probably chime in on, uh, pick up on when we come back from break. Is break That there? sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> that intuition just kicked right in. <laughs> the music um, with Mike Dooley, and he is the author of Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic. This New York Times bestselling author uh, also created the book Infinite Possibilities and Manifesting Change, and he has been translated into over 25 languages. The book allows you to understand that thoughts are things and that we create our realities based on what it is that we are really thinking about and focusing on. He talks about the cursed house and how we understand that there are things that are in our lives that are going to affect us if we allow those cursed hows into our life. You can go into uh, so much in this book in allowing yourself to manifest what you're looking to have in your life, whether it is relationships, social, financial, any arena of your life experience. But there are certain steps to get there. And if you're interested in understanding what those seven engaging life steps are, then this book will certainly help you to get there. Uh, you can find out more about Mike Dooley at tut.com. That's T-U-T dot com. And you can also register for a trip to Italy if you purchase his book. So definitely get your book so that you can support yourself in creating your life and uh, also have that chance to win. The seven simple steps, understand your power, chart your course, take action and delegate, leverage the universe, align your beliefs, engage the magic, and adjust your sales. That's the listing of them, but to really understand what they are, you're going to have to get your copy of Leveraging the Universe. We'll be right back with Mike Dooley. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening.
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. A note from the universe. True, while there really is no such thing as judgment, wrong, or sin, as you've likely been taught, there remain such things as consequences. And you can imagine the consequences of misunderstanding that all are one. There's only love, and thoughts become things. Phew! I really did try to think of everything, the universe. P.S. Of course, in the long run, these consequences clear up such misunderstandings pretty handily. There are cursed hows that we engage in. The original sin, as I see it, is committed whenever we base our behavior on the physical world around us as if it were a bedrock reality. Typically, we do this by using our physical senses to draw conclusions about ourselves, other people, the world, and how it works, and by extension, how we can successfully create change. Even though this means being completely oblivious to the deeper spiritual dimension from which the physical world as we know it originates, our thoughts. This is from Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic, written by best-selling author Mike Dooley, who was also featured in the movie The Secret. Mike, I want to welcome you back and um, just applaud you for your work in the world. With Notes of the Universe, that's something that you freely offer to people that allows them some of your thoughts. And it comes from such an interesting voice, too. You really kind of say it how you mean it, and I think people can tell that through this radio show as well, but it's refreshing to have that kind of voice because we don't always need it in the fluff way. Sometimes we need it told to us exactly how it is. Well, thank you, Samaran, and uh, it's great to be able to share it with a platform like yours. Well, thank you. Well, I do want to continue the story. I'd love for people to understand how you went then from nothing and from taking all these steps to try and Toastmasters and trying the Internet different ways and still not creating the income you needed to support yourself, but starting to do what you really loved. Right. Well, so I guess where I was is, you know, for a year I had tread on these sucky paths and my my advice to listeners is, you know, if you're looking how to get your groove on, get started or get restarted, you know, I already know your options stink, you know, but that's, that's not cause to wait. That's the worst thing you can do. Dream and then show up with what you can from where you are doing what's available. That's all anybody can do. That's all Richard Branson did. That's all Oprah did. That's all you can do. Just do what you can with what you've got from where you are. It will always seem inadequate. It will always seem feeble. And where I left off was, you know, I asked this uh, president of NSA to uh, allow me to ask him about the speaking world, and we had a great conversation over a couple of beers, and during the entire time, I informed him of how he might capitalize on Internet affiliate marketing, which I was just learning because I was just taught this by somebody who was making 15 grand a month. And I was like, oh my God, payday. I'll use my little emails. I'll use the little quotes I put on t-shirts combined with my brother's art. I'll pay him a royalty. You know, it was meant to be. Nothing is meant to be. And, uh, and I'm going to be the e-card affiliate marketing king of the internet back in, you know, 1999, 2000. And so he was enthralled and excited, and we, I, I'd left driving home after spending two hours sharing everything and learning nothing about the speaking world. Uh, I literally remember thinking, 
you know, I hate speaking anyway, and, you know, maybe maybe there's nothing behind this door that I'm knocking on. Three days later, the president of the, the Central Florida chapter of NSA, who I had had these beers with, uh, called and said, Mike, you know, I was thinking you've got a mailing list. It's a couple thousand now, and I've got a mailing list, and we both mail out on Mondays. And uh, why don't we do an audio program together? Uh, long and the short of it, that's how my first major work got released, Infinite Possibilities, The Art of Living Your Dreams. I did everything he told me to do because he taught me how to do this because a friend had taught him how to create a sell page, get credit card enabled, put all the benefits into the listener or the reader on the sell page. And, you know, I protested. I said, that's too salesy. And he reminded me where I was in my life. Things weren't looking good. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And we'll offer a money back guarantee. And so, um, we launched the program uh, that day and in the evening of that day where I announced to my couple of thousand subscribers the, the creation of this uh, impending audio program that would be released one CD or audio cassette at the time uh, per month. I sold $5,000 worth, which is like the first payday of a year. Wow. I know how it is to be scared. I used to worry that I wouldn't be able to make my mortgage. I mean, even though I had money, I would worry about not waking, not making my mortgage. I would think, you know, what if I don't figure this out? What if I have to sell my home? And then I would think, what if nobody buys my home? And, you know, I had the worst um, uh, runaway imagination working against me at the time. And people will often say, what about my negativity? And, oh, I can't be as positive as you. And what about the, the baggage and the, so, the subconscious and the programming my parents gave me unintentionally? It's like, ah, we are so inclined to succeed. The negativity doesn't hold a candle to any sparks of positivity. You know, I say, and these numbers aren't, you know, mathematical or aren't scientific, a positive thought is at least... 10,000 times more powerful than oh, a negative thought. At least, it's probably like 750,000 times more powerful than a negative thought. So in spite of my negativity, I still visualized every morning, and I still showed up with my piddly baby steps that were yielding nothing. I was writing for free. I was speaking at Toastmasters and Rotary Clubs for free. My Internet attempts at e-marketing bombed in the end. Uh, my survival kits that I sold online, I thought it was a cool idea. Adventurers Club sell survival kits for the adventure of life. You know, it, it didn't pan out. Nothing worked for a year. But, you know, what do you, what do, you do? All you can do is keep plugging and because of the little bit of positivity and because i was always showing up dots were being connected they were only apparent in hindsight and so i sold five thousand dollars in one night and we hadn't even recorded word one and i called him elated to learn that he hadn't sold any and then he said mike i can't have you share your proceeds with me with a good conscience you know i'm going to let you do infinite possibilities on your own and I'll go do my version some other time Hang, and then he hung up and I was like equally ecstatic that and I before could do you my go any thing. further Mike I want to go back to one sure. thing because I want people to get this one point that you stated kind mm -hmm. of subtly and it was you went for it the product wasn't made you you had yeah. this, this vision and you went for it 
despite yourself. You you took that leap, and, and these are the steps. And then once that happened, you were going to go back and you, you could do the product. But you had to take a step in cer- some certain direction in the first place for anything to happen. And I think that's the part, and you mentioned it earlier in the show, that the secret kind of missed on, that there's there's an action step required, that yeah. we're, we might be these spiritual beings having a human experience, but we can't just think that everything's going to be just the universe's side. We have to put right. something in there, in the bank account, to be drawn out later, correct? Oh, my gosh, that's so exactly right. Uh, and, and I, you know, in hindsight, it was like, wow, what a winning formula, because now I was committed. I had people who had spent 5000 bucks, and it was like I was not going to... I was going to do my best not to disappoint. I wasn't going to bow out. I wasn't going to say my partner quit. I was like, but it, but simultaneously to being excited about you know having the opportunity to grab the ball and run with it, I was like, oh crap, what the heck am I going to write? What am I going to say? I've got seven days to write, record, master, edit, <laughs> replicate, and send these things out. And uh, I was late, of course, by a week or two, which was <clears throat> negligible, but. Um, it made me scramble, and, and to tie into what you just said, one of the things I teach now is, you know, once you begin a journey, the resources you need to complete it are summoned. The duckies that need to line up, they come after you start. They don't line up, and then you start. Look at a mama That's duck. Right. That's she doesn't right. wait for her ducks to line up, because they never would. She just goes, and we have to just go, and that solidified or, or, or put me in concrete, so to speak, I was committed, and that made me resourceful. And I thought, where am I going to come up with the first uh, freaking hour of this thing that's got to be good and live up to the title of Infinite Possibilities, The Art of Living Your Dreams? And uh, I had a, a flash. I thought, you know, I will cobble together my first seven Toastmaster speeches, because when I joined Toastmasters, I primarily talked about the kind of things that I would like to talk about one day. I talked about dreams. I talked about imagination. I talked about visualizing. I talked about the big picture of reality. And it made the perfect, it was like 80 minutes plus intro, first recording of the 12 for infinite possibilities. And that bought me some breathing room. And then I, then I was able to pull out of a closet uh, a little manuscript I had tried to write in vain uh, years earlier called The Time-Space Continuum, which was con- totally dry and devoid of stories and really pontificating in 70 pages. I called it a book. But I was able to take what I learned at Toastmasters about metaphors and telling stories and add to the material for the second installment of infinite possibilities and then the and third isn't it like that when creative. we have to do something the inspiration isn't going to show up before we have the project it happens afterward because we are then in a sense inspired to create but also that inspiration shows up to continue the excitement that we have exactly exactly and and so infinite possibilities became my bread and butter uh, and, and it was my financial livelihood for like seven or eight years, you know, and, and it was like, wow, thank God I jo- gave those free speeches at Toastmasters. Thank God I learned about affiliate marketing because that's how I sold it after I tapped out my own audience. You know, thank God I got credit card enabled for the survival kits, even though they bombed. At least I could, you know, collect my payment the next day. It was in my bank account. And it was like the failures, and there were too many to describe of the first year, which is such a long time when you're looking for a light at the end of the tunnel, 
turned out to be miracles. It was like nothing went astray that wasn't pounced upon by divine intelligence to catapult infinite possibilities out to the masses. I was running full-page ads in New Age magazine and other magazines, and, uh, and it was what enabled me, combined with my notes from the universe, to eventually launch a world tour. You know, it was a self-proclaimed world tour, which they all are, but uh, somebody was getting my notes. And uh, as many people were, and by then it was more than I, you know, I didn't know who was on my list. And they were also subscribing to Infinite Possibilities. And uh, they sent me an email from Amsterdam. And they said, you know, we love the notes. Thanks so much for providing this free service. And we happen to be getting the monthly installments of Infinite Possibilities. We run a downline of, um, it was, uh, they're still very uh, big, uh, in Amsterdam of 120. 50 people, we meet quarterly, what would it take for you to come here? And I freaked out because simultaneously again, I was elated and terrified. It was like, I said, how long would I have to talk for? And they're like, well, it's a long way to come. We think four hours. And I was like, four hours? Who could talk for four hours? I, I was shaking like a leaf on a tree for my Toastmaster speeches, which are maximum seven minutes. But I didn't want to say no. And I thought, well, I'll do the first one in Orlando. I said, yes. And they said, well, what's your fee? And I was like, fee? <laughs> you know, I would have paid to go there. And I said, well, let I me continue this when we get back from the commercial break, Mike. That's what it takes. It takes saying yes each and every step of the way. When we say our yes and we take a step, the universe says a yes back and brings us something that we need. And then we are required to say another yes. In Mike Dooley's book, Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic, he shares a process of creative visualization the guidelines of which are visualize once a day. Visualize no longer than five to ten minutes at a time. Imagine every conceivable detail. Feel the emotion. Put yourself in the picture. Dwell from the end result. And he goes into detail as to how you do this so that you can create something from the visualization place and then take the steps to allow your yes to become a returned yes from the universe. You can find out more about Mike Dooley at tut.com. You can also find out about the different world tours, the resources, the club, the notes from the universe that you can get for free and register for, and also the trip to Italy that's being given away with your purchase of Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic. We'll be right back with Mike Dooley. Connect. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The first step to truly understanding your power is really getting in touch with the relationship to your source, that which you are, the universe. We are all one. We all come from that one. And in, within that one are thoughts and things. Mike Dooley helps us to understand that our thoughts become things. And if thoughts are things and they are the universe, and our thoughts are the things that become, then we're the thinker and we are in fact that universe that is creating infinitely into possibility all of the time. Leveraging the universe, seven steps to engaging life's magic, helps you to understand this concept. It's written in a way that is step-by-step, very easy to comprehend, in a manner that you can have someone that is sitting down and literally having a conversation with you saying, look, let me help you get things straight, because maybe you don't understand how life actually works. I recommend you go out and get your copy today. We can turn this country around. You can turn your life around. You can turn your family around, your finances, your relationships. But it requires you looking at how you're doing what you're doing. Your thoughts are things, and you can change your own life. My guest today is Mike Dooley. He's also the author of Infinite Possibilities and Manifesting Change, and he's a best-selling author that has been translated into 25 languages. He provides to you free notes from the universe if you go to tut.com, along with many other wonderful resources and offerings, so definitely connect with him. Mike, we have just a few minutes left uh, on the show, and I really love the book and want people to access it because I see how clearly it will help them. If you had, in a nutshell, to tell people what they truly can get from this book, what, how their life can change, what's required for them to change help express that now well i i believe that the number one thing that holds people back is the fact that they don't know the truth about reality who they are how they got here and what they can do with their life when you know the truth as it's been said it sets you free not knowing the truth immediately you begin giving away your power to karma to fate to a judgmental god to a god who's handing you out tests god doesn't test you god's just passively watching you god's another part of you uh, not independent of you you are here as a divine spark of god you now get to use your crayons uh, on this coloring book called time and space to craft the life you most desire but yet if you think you're supposed to do this or save the world or be selfless which i hate that concept uh, i'm all for service but not for selfless service um, then you you put yourself in an impotent place where you lose all traction so leveraging the universe will tell you uh, right up front in the very first chapter and two uh... the truth uh, the truth is simple it's obvious it makes sense you've always it all along that you're not alone that you are powerful that you can live your dreams that's why you have them and, and when you know the truth you immediately begin feeling an optimism for life uh, a sense of expectancy of good things uh, and then you start meeting life uh, doing the 
dance with life, you know, showing up every day with this glimmer in your eye. And, and lo and behold, you meet a person here and you've got a new friend there. And the next thing you know, you're swept off your feet in this upward spiral. They're infinitely more common than down, downward spirals. And you are your own proof of all that you've already known and all that I teach about life's magnificence and your power. Learn the truth. It's in Leveraging the Universe. It's in many great books. Um, and then apply it by dreaming big, uh, as big as you're comfortable with, and it doesn't have to be money, and then every day do something about it. And I, I spell out the way to do that in the book. And I'd like for you to give us the distinction between beliefs and truths of being, because I, I think people might not realize that sometimes what they are believing, they are making their God, and in doing so, they're creating exactly that, because universe or source or God, however you want to call it, really is pretty neutral in its witnessing of us, so it's going to hand us exactly whatever we want, whether it's good for us or not, simply because we want it. Exactly, and I and I do talk about that. It's one of my favorite topics. Thank you. Um, the truths of being. You know, that's my label for the immovable pillars that make time and space possible. And I spell out what they are. They're very benign. They're very friendly. They're very supportive. They're very, uh, you know, um, empowering. You know, such as you know, we are all one. Such as. It is all good, however trite that might sound, such as your thoughts unfailingly, all of them strive to become the things and events of your life. And they're just jockeying amongst the 60,000 you think a day for their time in the sun. And, and so the book, uh, like all of my teachings, gives nuances to kind of address uh, and help you see your favorite thoughts become the things and events of your lives. But these these truths of being, these pillars are immovable. Even if you don't believe that your thoughts become things, it's my contention they do. Even if you don't believe that you are pure divine energy, you still are. And, and these simple pillars, believed in or not, remain the governing factors of your life. And when you tune into what they are and how simple they are and how much uh, they, they poise you for greatness, then you have nothing to fear and you can start using them. You have traction as opposed to our own beliefs, which is, as you just said, uh, are our own opinions of life. You know, life is hard and people are mean and we're being tested and God is watching. That's all hocus pocus BS. That's what you we were told by people who were told that, by people who were told that, by people who were only living off of their physical senses and didn't grasp the big metaphysical picture of reality. And metaphysics is a nice word. It's not a woo-woo new age word. Metaphysics is the study of the sciences beneath sciences. Every religion is metaphysician, is metaphysics. And the metaphysics that are real are these pillars. Everything else we get to make up as we go. My guest today has been Mike Dooley, and he is the author of Leveraging the Universe, Seven Steps to Engaging Life's Magic. It's time for you to line up. Line up your thoughts, line up your words, line up your actions, line up your beliefs, and create that life that you've been looking for. You can't know where or when the universe will enter your affairs, only that it will. So just pitch your pitches, take your baby steps, enjoy the journey, and prepare to be astounded. With a true understanding of how universal mechanics works, you can at long last start working with them. Mike Dooley explains exactly how, what we can do, 
what should be done, what must be done to harness the universe and life's magic, and what should at all costs never be done. Leveraging the universe is about using the gifts of thought, word, and deed to harness an infinite grace that tirelessly strives to sweep you off your feet, surround you with friends, and create the life you most want. You can find out more about him at tut.com and also get your copy and register for your trip to Italy. Maybe you can be the one that is taking off. Next week, my guest is Gary Zukoff, and we're going to talk about spiritual relationship and spiritual partnership. Access your now for free forever of 1111 magazine. Go to online.1111mag.com. Stick that in your URL and allow yourself access to the most beautiful, content-rich, 1111 award-winning Nautilus magazine, uh, 1111 magazine. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Shift happens.